Hey, everybody. Special edition of the TV Green Golf Show podcast version. Kevin Sylvester, Brian Cozio, PGA Pro, Jeff Metis. This is Sunday evening, and we're all still smiling because Tiger Woods won the Masters, won his fifth green jacket, first major championship since 2008 and 11 years that he's won a major first master's title since 2005 and just remarkable buzz from him winning the masters i don't even brian i don't even know where to start because there's so many great things to say and uh, recount from what happened with tiger winning the masters it it truly is tough for us to sit here and try to put words to you know what we were watching there at the end because you know obviously the three of us love golf we do a golf show so we're into it as much as anybody would be and to try to watch through the television to kind of really feel like what this moment was I mean I've was I'm fortunate enough to, to have seen Tiger's golf career pretty much from start to finish and there was probably a, a good chunk of people watching today the younger audience that did not see Tiger in the early 2000s when he was at the peak of his peaks. He has had many peaks, but that, I mean, the ultimate there, those early 2000s when he was just the greatest sports figure on the planet. You know, we were comparing him to the influence of somebody like Muhammad Ali in terms of what he was doing to not only to his sport, but to just culture in general. Uh, That was the kind of impact that he had had. And then the fact that we watch him from his life perspective and his professional uh, perspective hit rock bottom and have it all go away. And there was a lot of speculation that maybe a lot of talk that he would never get back to the top again. And, um, and he even himself admitted today when I was listening to his press conference afterwards, he said, I don't, I thought maybe I was done. I really did. And for him to get back, I mean, how many people in their lives, regardless of whether they're playing golf or any sport or any venture, like you're able to hit the, the, the top of the mountain, then maybe on your own, you know, get knocked down really, really, really hard and then be able to experience the top again. And he was able to do that today. And that was a, an epic moment for him to be there on 18. And I mean, CBS did such a tremendous job of showing the hug with his kid and then showing what it was like back in 1997 with him and his father. I mean, that was a pretty emotional spot right there to see. I feel like things fell his way, too. Um, it yes, was, they did. It was a great tournament. He didn't have to go out and shoot a super low number. He stayed in contention. He, 70, he, yeah. Yeah, he just grounded out, and um, I, he was he was in the hunt. He I didn't think he played spectacularly, and I think much like uh, I'm old enough to remember 86 when Jack won, and it reminded me of 15 when Molinari, you know, it looked like he hit a bad shot. It turns out he hit a pine cone or whatever he hit there. Yeah. But some things went his way. Two doubles by uh, Molinari on the back nine, and and some really, really solid play. He didn't make any mistakes. He After that little stretch there, uh, 8, 9, 10, he drove it, 9, he drove it well, 10, 11, he didn't hit the ball in the fairway. After that, he was he just striped everything. Well, he didn't find the fairway on a, a, a 10. 11. Uh, a 10 and 11, right? Uh, 11, what a what a break, though. I mean, he had the he had the he had the bowling lane down there, and he hit and it's an incredible shot. I thought he had a break on eight too, because he hit that a little right, and he still had yes. a look at it. Um, things, yeah, the golf gods were definitely smiling on Tiger, but I agree with Brian. It, it's nice to see a guy who was as far down personally, physically, and professionally as Tiger to come back and 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 roar back, and just to hear the crowd and watch the way it worked around the golf course today was really really cool. I got to watch it with my. 
21-year-old daughter who's never sat and watched a whole golf tournament in her life, and she sat there riveted with me. You know what, Jeff? Um, I'll start with that point. My 14-year-old son uh, came down and started watching the golf. Tiger Woods, huh? Mm-hmm. I go, yeah, he's, he's uh, got a chance to win. And he, you know, never watches golf. Mm-hmm. He watched two hours straight to the finish and threw a little fist pump when Tiger. I'm like, this is, and I was trying to explain to him, hey, this is what it was like. I, they showed a graphic with his master's wins. I go, I said, I, I, I tell you, buddy, the late 90s, early 2000s, he saw he won back-to-back there. I mean, he was like the Patriots. He always just, you just knew he's going to win. The whole time I was trying to relate it to something that he'd know. And he's yeah. like, oh, really? I go, yeah, Tiger was the New England Patriots of golf, but but even better. Right? Because yeah. you just knew he's going to win every single time. But he did it from in front. And this time, you know, what, it's his 15th one, and he does it coming from behind. Came I mean, it wasn't behind, a yeah. huge thing. And trying to explain to my daughter, watch, listen to the noise, what happens when Tiger, if he makes this putt here on 12, or, you know, he stuffed it in there on 16. Well, listen to how this crowd's going to react. And that's the stuff that made it made it really, really cool. Yeah, I didn't like the uh, someone uh, on 12 when Molinari missed his bogey putt. Someone heard clapping, right? You know, they're, because they're, but they weren't rooting against Molinari. They're rooting for Tiger. And that's what the, the chance were. Now, uh, to your point, and Brian, I'm curious, you uh, think about this when Jeff said Tiger didn't play it spectacularly. He didn't need to, and I think he knew he didn't need to going into the round because of the winds, the forecast, and the pressure. Like everybody, like I, I, I think you know Tiger knew. All right, Finau is going to have to deal with the pressure. Molinari uh, has dealt with pressure, but this is the Masters. It's a little different um, when you get in that back nine, and Tiger knew that. EC used the word patience quite often when he was describing like his strategy for the day. He said, "I knew I have to be patient and plug away," and then he he basically was. Sa- Saying, like, I'm going to tread water and see what everybody else does, and then I'll adjust if I need to. And sure. He, he almost really never had to. He just stayed steady, even though he was airing off with some tee shots. You're, you're right. He got some fortunate breaks to have some good looks into greens, but good golfers take advantage of that, and he did. Uh, and then, you know, really the huge, the, the two moments for me 12 when Molinari goes into the water. You knew it right and away, reali- too, didn't you? Yeah. As soon as he struck right it, there. everybody knew it was it was going in. It was a funny looking pitch. Yes. Yeah, it looked yeah. like there was a lot of leg motion when I watched him. Like, geez, it didn't. It, yeah. it looked peculiar when yeah. he, when he made the move. So that moment, and okay, now you're, it's at least a two shot swing, and now he's tied. And then, of course, at sixteen, when he hits just the beautiful shot on the par three, and it curls in, and you know, there's seconds there where you're thinking this could actually be a hole in one, like. Could this be maybe the greatest moment in Tiger's golf history? If that goes in, like that could have been his greatest golf moment ever. But I mean, regardless, um, you know, it, it curls just by the hole and he has a tap in for birdie right there. Then he goes up by two. And I'm sitting here saying, this is going to actually happen. Yes. And th- there was just the teeny little intrigue when Kepka hit it close on 18. Like, could he make birdie? You know, and force then, of course, make... you well, know, force there... him to maybe have to make a par on 18, yeah. I'm trying to think. I was thinking of the round. I'm trying to think of a memorable putt that he made throughout that round. It wasn't the putter. It wasn't that he made the 20-footer at the you know on the 17th yeah, or true. the 16th. His birdies were were short. Right. They it, were tap-ins, or, or they were on the par fives where he had eagle putts and then, you know, just lagged it up there to have a, you know, maybe a, the, a, a tap-in birdie. Yeah, the most significant birdie that he made, but it wasn't a long putt, but the up and down at eight. 
Yep. Right? I mean, but yeah, yeah you're thinking of the, the, what, what's the signature birdie? It's 16 because of the tee ball. Right. Yeah. On the and par hit, three. Hit it to a foot. Even yeah. how many times did Nick Faldo say he played safety? You know, and you yes. look at it on 13, he hit it, you know, a little long left. On on 15, he hit it right in the center of the green. Because he did, because he knew he didn't need to. He just needed right? force. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, when Brian's talking about, he, you know, Tiger's talking about being patient and waiting to see if Molinari doesn't rinse it on 12 and make a double bogey, don't you think Tiger fires at the pin? At 13? I think instead so. Instead of playing long. And at 15, he probably has to go at the pin. He didn't play at the pin on, on 15. He played for the middle of the green. He definitely played for the middle of the green. He yeah. definitely played safe shots. You know, he had putts. You know, not, not 15 so much, but 13. But he was he le- definitely. Yeah, at 13 he had a chance, he but he wasn't being super aggressive with it because he knew Birdie was good enough. But yeah. I didn't think for a minute, did anybody think for a second when Xander Shoffley or Patrick Cantlay took the lead that they were going to hold it with Tiger breathing down their neck? Shawfley, I thought would have a chance. Um, he's uh, he's won a tour championship. He won as, won as a rookie. Um, the final round that he had, you know, as Kapalua. I know it's not the same as the Masters, but Shawfley's got game for yeah, sure. And Cantlay is an excellent player, but I I didn't think he'd hold it together, and he certainly did not uh, <laughs> hold it together. And we're not chuckling at that. I mean, the, just the pressure of the moment. I mean, they're looking at the score, but they know they know Tigers behind them. Yeah, and they the knew Royce. they had to make it because you got to assume Tiger is going to make birdies uh, on those holes. They did say, uh, Zander Shoffley did comment in his post round that he could feel the roars behind him as they were, and he felt and like he said he it was, was great, yeah, right? He was pushing yeah. them along, yeah. Yeah, now think about this. We could have had, um, you mentioned Kepka and Dustin Johnson, right? They both had birdie putts on 18 to get 13 under. If those drop, right? I mean, you know, maybe Tiger plays 18 differently, you know, and hits driver instead of three wood off the tee. But you think about it, we could have had a three way playoff with Kepka, Johnson, and Woods. How great would have that been? And then I was worried the weather would blow in. That was my concern, yes. too, is that right. they'd get this done, there'd be a playoff, and they, they wouldn't get it in because the weather would blow. It in. was the right decision. Because right. they they were, I was seeing reports that said that the the bad weather came in about an hour after they had done you know all, yes. all the, the ceremonies and things like that. So it worked out. I mean they they, they, they hate doing it. Believe oh, me. Oh yeah. Um, I I remember at Memorial last year when they had to do it, and I had interviewed Jack Nicholas. I had to interview, and before the interview, they moved everything up because of weather. And Mr. Nicholas said, "Hey, before we go, what's it doing out there?" And I said, "Well, I think we're going to get it in. Actually, the." The forecast flipped here. The storms moved south or whatever. And he's like, oh, boy, TV's not going to be happy. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, because they, they, they want to run it uh, normally. But listen, it, it turned out, right? I mean, what seemed like something they didn't want to do turned into one of the most amazing moments we've had at the Masters ever. And there's been great moments at the Masters, right? Because I'm trying, Brian, I'm trying to think, right? I, I was trying to rank them. Um, where these fit here, moments at the Masters. Before we do that, yeah. I want to throw in one more point on the weather. The weather may have played into the result of Tiger winning today. We just had a whole discussion about how Tiger was able to be patient, see what other players were doing. If there isn't a weather issue, Woods is not playing with Molinari because then they go out in twos. That's true. And That's Finau right. and Molinari are in the last group. And maybe the pressure that Finau was feeling, maybe it's a little less because he's not playing in the same group with Tiger. I'm not saying it doesn't play out the same or different, but it could have. And Tiger's ability to know what the players that were in contention were doing, with the guy that was only in front of him all day was just was um, Molinari. He was right there with him and could see it every step of the way. So 
in some sense, when we look back at this tournament years from now, we'll remember, hey, that was the tournament they started in the morning, and Tiger, you know, obviously went out early, and, and they played in threes. Like, that could have played a role in today, and maybe him, another one of those, you said the bounces were going his way, the golf gods were on his side, well, the weather gods were on his side, too, there, because... By him being in a threesome and, and being in that final group, that might have helped. And and who knows what would have happened on 18. He did not hit a good second shot on 18. No. And I think it caught part of a branch because he looked up. He pointed up. Yeah. yeah. It may have. Still, he shouldn't have hit a branch. I mean, that's the only thing that could mess that hole up for you. Same with uh, on, on with Molinari on 15. The only way you could mess that shot up is hitting that little pine cone or, tree or branch that was there. I'm sure it didn't come off of the trajectory he imagined. But right. he definitely was feeling the pressure. Well, his mistake like. was a second shot. I mean, he hit a bad tee shot, right. but he hit it all the way over there uh, to the left. That was the mistake. Yeah, poor layup, put him yes. in a bad position. And and he he certainly looked like he was feeling the nerves at like at that point. Um, and twelve was interesting because all those guys there were four out of five were instant on twelve, right? So some, in those final two groups, that's yeah, correct. Yeah, something must have happened there for four of the five sure. players playing the best to get it knocked down by missing by six and seven yards on a hundred and forty-five yard shot. So well, what was remarkable is yeah that they watched. I mean, Brooks Kepka do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else in his group did it? In it, Kepka's it, group, was it Webb or was it um, not in his group? For now, did it. No, I'm saying the, the 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 group ahead of Tiger's group. It was Brooks Kepka, Kucher, no, uh, Webb Simpson. I thought Webb was in that group. I think Webb was in that. And group. And Poulter, Poulter was in that group, was he? He might have been. I lost track. See, look at that. Okay, so we're all watching Tiger's group, right? right. Yeah, we Pol- were talking about Poulter it. went. Poulter took a double on twelve, so he was, right. He was in the water. So there those, too. yeah, Poulter and Kepka both rinsed it, right? They can see it coming down eleven that they're dropping. If they didn't see the ball go in, they see they're dropping. Molinari hits first there, and you know, frankly, that's where I, I think it's an advantage not to hit first, not right. to right. Right, I mean, you you have honors, but I don't know if I want honors here. I want to see what the wind's doing because the wind had to be doing something to have four of six players uh, hit it short and right and into the, yeah. and into the water like Jordan Spieth did a couple of years ago too. Uh, that's just a pin you can't go after. And Tiger hit the perfect shot there, just playing for a power. You aim it over those two bunkers. If you hit it short, you're in a bunker. If you hit it long, you're in a bunker. And if you hit it perfect, you're on the green, and it's two putts. So power is the score to make there. You know, to see those guys firing kind of at that pin was a little peculiar. I think I'd have been aiming a little bit left there in that situation. Of course, they're confident. It's a short club in their hand. It, it looks like it's an easy shot, but the wind got them. But um, unbelievable swings we were talking on the way here that we didn't you didn't miss a shot of tigers today which was cool about the thing from the first shot to the last shot you got to see every shot tiger hit you didn't get to see a lot of dustin, dustin johnson, johnson right yeah. yeah even brooks kepka we didn't hear his name well we heard a little bit i think um but uh dj was quietly but but he also quietly finished strong to get himself back in i mean he wasn't he wasn't. Yeah, he, he, had, he, he did his a bad birdies, front nine. He yeah. yeah, he didn't do anything in the front. His, his birdies on the on his last five holes there is what got him in contention there, and ultimately he had, it, as you said, a putt on eighteen to maybe end up tying Tiger if that's how it played out. And he didn't hit the putt. You know, like he, yeah. he came up a little short and left. He uh, kind of looked like the break, and I'm like, nah. If, I think if you hit that putt, uh, it, it had a chance. Easy to say there, right? I mean, um, for Dustin Johnson, but it, it, again, it, it all unfolded, and you know, Tiger knew what he needed to do on 18, and and the walk up there uh, for you know for the uh, wedge shot 
uh, his third onto the green, and, no, and he wanted that putt to go down. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, he was ready to fist pump he that baby like, over. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was no. ready to go. That's why I wanted him to make it on seventeen, so it would be an easy walk up eighteen. He could do the hat wave and the smile and everything else. He could not. He was still grinding even after that pitch. You know, he's got to he's got to make the five, so he's he doesn't have anywhere to play with there. So, and more on the comeback in a second. Um, so. Well, no. Let me let's talk about the comeback. Then we'll talk about the, the best Masters moments uh, when when it comes to that. When you think about um, this comeback for Tiger Woods all the way back, um, not having won a major in eleven years. I mean, that's just mind blowing to think about that for a second and to go through what Brian mentioned. You know, all the uh, the personal issues, uh, turmoil, if you will, controversy, character issues. Um, all those things, the the arrest, um, uh, you know, rock bottom there on a personal level. Um, some of that might be fueled by the physical level too, the pain that the guy uh, was in with his back. Um, the other stuff, you know, I'll let that for everybody else to judge amongst themselves. But I'm just going to talk about the, the surgeries here. Uh, the surgeries on his knee, surgeries on his back, uh, just to have the, the mental – Strength, and I don't think there's a there's ever been a greater grinder in golf than Tiger Woods. I mean, perhaps one of the most impressive things is, is his consecutive cuts made streak. It's just, I mean, a lot of guys just, uh, you know, it's just not my week. No, he grinded to make the cut because he always believed he could win on the weekend. Um, so Tiger mentally to put himself through what he's put himself through to come back and play again, where it would have been easy for many people. I've got uh, 14 majors, all the wealth I'd ever dreamed of financially, all these business, I, I could easily walk away and still be arguably the greatest golfer ever uh, between Tiger and Jack. But no, um, he knew there was more there. And the work that he puts in to play golf uh, before and after rounds, I mean, it's it's not just, hey, I'm picking up the clubs and going. I mean, he's got to prepare himself physically to do so through rehab and the workouts to be able to do what he's doing with a fused back. Just incredible. Where I, I, just, I, I think the mental part of that – um, is understated. I got to think most players would have just mailed it in. I mean, at 40 years of age, you've made a, a billion dollars, literally a billion yes. dollars. Your back hurts. You can't move like you used to. You're, they're going to fuse your back together. You've had all this personal stuff. You want to be with your kids. All that to to put in the amount of work after 20 years of grinding on the tour like that to even work harder at the age of 40 or whatever to get back is really, really impressive, and I don't think there's many people that would have been able to have that, as you say, that mental fortitude to push through and, and keep grinding to play it. What I consider, basically, it's an Olympic level. These guys are playing at the highest level in the world. It's If you're an Olympic athlete, how do you train? If you're a tour player at this level, how do you train? And at that age, to continue to train and work that hard and then to have it pay off in, 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 in a great great major tournament and, and maybe a cap around his career. Maybe not. Maybe there's two or three more now because hey, he competed last year a couple times. He was in the he was in the hunt for a couple of the majors last year. Yeah. So well the last three majors, he's he's had the he had the lead at the British going to the back nine. He was dueling with Kepka at the PGA and then of course this one. So the last three he's been in contention for. You mentioned though the reason for his not giving up and I think part of it he said it. He said my kids have only seen me do this on video and on highlights, you know, like I wanted to do it in person for him. And I mean, you know, yeah, his, son wasn't, his son wasn't born last time he won a major. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that, that's, that's, wild. that's a big motivating force for him right there. He wanted to do that for his family. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. You think about the drive there. Okay. I'm, I'm going to 
prove to my kids that I, yeah, this is what, I'm going to show them what I did. Yeah. And then I still, well, and then there's all the people who say he wasn't, he, he couldn't do it anymore, right? I mean, there's that drive too. I, I mean, might have been one of them. Yeah. At some point, you know, I pick Tiger every week and our things. Yeah. At some point you think, hey, it's got to be over for you, dude. Sure. I mean, it's been going bad for three years now. Um, at what point is it over? Well, I, I, I thought. And I think I mentioned it on the show um, Saturday morning that if he's ever going to win another major, the, the Masters would be the major just because of his his course knowledge and and he knows the place and how to get around the and place. And a limited field. Limited field, correct. And the pressure that others would feel with him in contention at Augusta National. And isn't it fitting that and fitting, I think, is the appropriate word. You know, he's got the mock neck back on, right? I mean, yeah. the throwback to when he last won the Masters, scripted it. I mean, they scripted the clothing that fit the script. That's right. I mean, how often does that happen? I mean, that is remarkable. And those, that it fit that, out. That clothing was picked because they were showing the, what he was going to wear at the uh, at the PGA show when we were there at the Nike. This is what Tiger will be wearing all four days. So they nailed it. Uh, they nailed cool. it all right. Yes. Yeah. Which, by the way, uh, everybody listening, you have to be in shape to wear the mock neck. That is not a. No, that's that's not, not an look everyone for, look. That is not an everyone look. That is for sure. <laughs> that's a little fashion tip for all you golfers out yes. there. Yeah. Don't go by the red. Tight-fitting mock neck now because Tiger wore it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Unless, some of you might need to wear a bro with yeah. it too. Um, the 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 scene coming off of eighteen. I mean, to hear everybody chanting Tiger. Have you ever heard that in a golf tournament? No, 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 no. That was the, the phenomenal. Name like that. Mm. I mean, people yell Tiger. Um, they yell it all the time. Uh, you know, listen. I've been in the ropes following them at, at tournaments, uh, and. The scene is is crazy, but that was aw- and to do it at Augusta National, right? The, Where I, crowds are usually right? more controlled in not in terms you of can't its even volume. Call crowds, the patrons. Right. That's right. right? The, the patrons are normally. I'm not saying controlled in terms of their noise level, but controlled in terms of just what they're yelling out and phrasing and things like that. Yes. You don't have you group don't chants. No baba buoys and right. that stuff out there. That's correct. And for them to be chanting Tiger and that scene walking off. Was just awesome. His son was ear to ear giggling, walking behind dad. He, you know, he didn't. This is what dad used to do all the time. He didn't know. Yeah. And, yeah. and didn't it seem My like. My dad's a king of the world right now. Yeah. That's right. Right? And that walk up beyond the 18th green, through the area, past the past the putting green area, past up nearing to where he had to go to this to uh, sign his scorecard. I mean, that. CBS was just like we're hopefully this walk lasts for the next hour like he just walking and walking and raising his arms and everybody's trying to high five and the crowds keep chanting it was and then he walks by some of the group of players that had stayed shocking Ricky Fowler there again I mean just a class act Justin Thomas was there Bubba Watson was there. Uh, Bernhard Longer, Bernhard Longer. I saw Ian Poulter Ian was Poulter there. Ian Poulter was right, there. Yeah. Kepka was there. Kepka, Kepka, Kepka just Kepka, like right. Tiger waited for him at last year's yep. PGA, and uh, this year Kepka waited for him. So that was cool to see some of those players stick around too. Zach Johnson was there yeah. also. Yeah, the, the 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 guys who won uh, the Masters in their green jackets. Yeah, that was that was very cool to see. And he he's different with the players now. He's calling them by their nicknames and things like well, that. Well, yeah. a lot of that's from the Ryder Cup, yep. right? I mean, him uh, being he's the President's Cup. Uh, Captain, mm-hmm. but we even playing s- captain yeah. this year. By the way, I mean, come on, let, let's face it. That, oh, yeah, he's gonna Mason, play. He's gonna play. He's gotta he up, play. He's up to six in the world now. Six I think. in the world. Yeah, the but world let's now. face it. He wouldn't have even done what he did with Kepka last year, pre comeback. That's how right. he waited and gave him a hug afterwards. But he just beat yeah. him head to head. No, he would have been in the parking lot. You know what? Like pissed that he didn't end yeah. up getting it done. And there he is giving him a hug afterwards. And uh, so I think that relationship. Is with the players now is is as strong as it ever will as ever was and his appreciation for 
hearing the roars and being in the scene again. Like now he's he's vocalizing it. Maybe he always did appreciate it, but now he's publicly vocalizing that he is really appreciative of these sort of moments that he's involved in. All right, let's rank the Masters victories here. All right. I, I think Jax is still number one. I at age forty six, at eighty, the eighty six one, yeah, yeah, the eighty six Masters at age forty six. I, I think that is that is number one. This to me is number two, over ninety seven, over ninety seven. When he sets all those records in ninety seven, becomes the first black person to win a major. So do you think that beats? In my mind, one? it does. Ninety seven was better. Yeah, just because what it, it it opened it, the dawn of golf. It like, was the beginning of the Tiger era, right? And he made a statement. He was a kid. He was a puppy, and he smoked the field that day. And you know, just his dad was there, and you know, he was a he was a kid of color, which golf hadn't seen anything like it. Um, it uh, to me that changed golf. This is a capper. even at in Augusta too. With when you're talking about the racial piece of it, the fact in Augusta, Georgia, for yep. some of the things that okay. that area has gone with. I mean, that had a bigger impact even beyond just the golf victory. To me, this is a capper. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be a capper, but to me, this is his second best win that was his best win i mean maybe he is most most dramatic i mean when he when he dusted the field at pebble beach yeah, that there, was pretty yeah. impressive i think but. when you look at tiger's majors wins you can put them in categories you know there's about five of the 15 to me i feel like stand out more than others the 97 win at the masters this one at the masters is definitely in the discussion of course tory pines on one leg right. beating rocco uh, that one's there. Pebble Beach. Uh, the pebble where he just absolutely, you know, lights one out. One by the f- 15. Yeah. 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 And then to me, Jeez. and and maybe g- impact on golf isn't as big, but to me when I feel like Tiger was uh, exciting and was cool to play golf was that duel when he beat Bob May at the PGA. All I can pick, him running up and then pointing at the cup. Like when we yes. see Tiger highlights, there's a ton of them from that event. Yeah. Um, impact on the game, impact on his legacy. The bookend Masters wins might be at the top. It might not be his last. You know, Jack won at, what, 46? 46, And right. everybody's in better shape than they were. Right. Yeah. And, and he's controlling his schedule now. You know, he's going to – Hey, look what he did. Look look what he did leading up to this. He played in Mexico, and then he came back, and he didn't play the Arnold Palmer, which he was scheduled to do, and the stiff neck. And everybody's like, whoa. whoa. Then he went to the Players' Championship. Um, which was, by the way, which is a great Sunday like today was. I mean, I worked that event. We're in the ropes, and the roars that were happening at the Players' Championship on a course that everybody knows now with a great field, you know, a deep field, um, and all the players who had chances coming down the stretch there. And you're looking at guys who uh, made eagles, and uh, Johnny Vegas, you know, had had a great chance at it. Uh, There's another player that had an awesome awesome chance at the end. The lead was changing back and forth, and Rory McIlroy cemented things to win there at the players. That had a a feel to it. Um, So when it comes down to it and the way he did it, yes. Now, will, will he make noise again? Uh, Tiger. So my point I was making: he, the players didn't play again the following week. Decided to play match play, right? Which many thought, boy, should he play match play? Because if you make the weekend, you got to play thirty six. That's a lot of golf for him on Saturday and Sunday. And he beats Rory in that great match on Saturday. See, I know I was getting Rory's point in here somewhere. Beats Rory in that great match, and then just misses a five footer to make Sunday. That's right. You know, and uh, you wonder, wow, was that was that good or bad for him? Might have been good for him because he you know, avoided having to play another day and got some more rest before going to Augusta. And I do think the course setup helped. 
you know, because uh, not the setup, the, the conditionings, because it was a little softer. Uh, Augusta did not have its normal bite this year. That's for sure. And when you're 42 and you've got a little bit of nerves and, and you're feeling it for the first time, you've got those four foot sliders downhill and stuff. And there's just that little less bite on it. It does make it a little easier. I, I, I like to watch putting strokes. He drained. The positive thing I saw from that is those putts all went in the center. Yeah. There was nothing limping in on the side, and there was no goose in it or any ginching in it. They all just hit the center of the blade and went right in the center of the hole with perfect speed, which encourages me going forward for some of these majors. And his driver seems to have tamed down. Um, his misses aren't so... Nah, a couple of, he, had a, he had a couple of squirrely misses there yeah, to the right. But not terrible and not on the wrong side of the hole um on saturday he missed left on two which was a bad miss. well early early on right he was trying to hit the hit hit the high draw against the wind and then oh, when he hit today the, right yeah today yeah uh, and then when he had the lead he hit he hit the little butter cut yeah the trap fade yes yes, yeah. yes. and that was you know he's going back to a, a that's what i like he's hitting shots now he's finding a way he's got a shot for this golf course trap fade it doesn't go very far he's hitting with a three wood whatever but he knows where it's going to end up his iron play was i thought very very good today um he controlled his yardages beautifully um he was picking it he was landing it in all the spots he didn't miss in any bad spots you know he didn't really have any really brutal up and downs um number eight you know he got that little flyer with yeah. the three wood that was a tough up and down from back there but other than that he did not miss it in the wrong spots like you said he plotted his way around the golf course and i think a, a course a softer augusta was a real good uh, a good setup for him today i don't think it'll be so good at the u.s open no not, no, a, not no. a pebble but we have the pga first don't forget the pga is next uh by the way the the odds makers have moved the lines to the pga championship tiger's now the favorite at eight to one should we put eighty six thousand dollars on it that's right remember we talked about that on that's right. Tee green yeah. on saturday the eighty six thousand dollar bet but that, million uh, million thirty right yeah Pretty That's, amazing. Wow. Well, I'll pitch in. We'll get eighty-six bucks, and we'll throw it on him. <laughs> but now he's eight to one. Dustin Johnson nine to one is the second favorite. I think. I think. D- I like DJ or Kepka. Uh, they're Beth Page Black, right? Yeah, I think I like Kepka at that point, but who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. There's a, there's a whole lot that can happen between. I them. didn't like Tiger at the start of this week. I'll tell you that. I actually did. Well, guys, in our, our three uh, our our uh, contest. I had Rose, who flamed up by Molinari and Woods. So that wasn't bad. You had Finau. So. And Kuchar and hey, hey. Thomas. Who, they yeah. Were, they were all top 15. So I was happy with that. All right. I Kepka and I forgot the other two. Yeah. Right. Well, we all had we all had the contenders that could have won. So that That's right. Good. Yeah, so, we all picked chalks. That's why we all picked guys in the top. <laughs> let, me, yeah. uh, let me just uh, – some other notes, things that stood out, um, whether it be the broadcast or the tournament, uh, one of the broadcast, Nick Faldo's knowledge of that golf course. Now, listen, he's, he's won it. Three times, right? Um, or am I selling him short by one? He's uh, won it three times. Three times. Three, yep. um, Nick Faldo's knowledge of that golf course and every inch of it is incredible, isn't it? I mean, guys would hit shots and be like, oh, that's 170 yards or so. He's and that'll be 15 feet. Like, you know, he's not out there on the golf course, folks. He's in a studio, a tower, uh, watching that in the monitor like you and I are. But, you know, he's obviously – he's won there three times. He's walked the golf course, is set up. He knows every inch of that golf course, and it's great to hear his perspective on shots, what players are feeling. 
He's just phenomenal. He's been playing there, I think, 35 years or so. He's, I mean, he's 61 years old, I think he said on, on today, and, and he's been traipsing that ground forever. And, you know, I think, as, as with all of us, you know, you can see a golf ball land on 15 green and kind of know where it's going to end up, you know. And he's just got way more knowledge of that. And, and having been there, you know, you get to understand the topography of the place and how the greens, how severe they really are. They had a couple really cool camera angles today. That putt, that two putt that Tiger had on nine. I thought was, oh. you know, I, I talked earlier yeah. about maybe not the defining putt of the tournament. Well, in my mind, that's the defining putt, that first putt he hit on nine that took a minute and a half to get to the hole. Nance halfway there said, is it not going to be enough, right? And then mm. it kept going, and but, or Fowler, one of the two I said think, it. I think Jim knew it was going to be enough. Yeah. <laughs> little, little drama there. Yeah. But the coverage, <laughs> the coverage is outstanding. And with the limited commercials, I was, I was telling another story on the way here. My daughter's friend was over, and she uh, – she goes, I don't normally watch golf, but once I start watching, it's hard to turn. And without the commercial interruption, she was there for like an hour sure. just sitting there watching because it was an, an enthralling, enthralling match. I wonder how the ratings will be because out in California, it's 6 a.m. start, you know. Uh, but uh, I think a lot of people might have appreciated the morning morning round. Masters.com, phenomenal. Best app, best yeah. website for sports. And it's free. <laughs> and they don't charge you. Yeah. Anybody, um, you know, we, we talk about the winners, the guys who played well. There are guys who are disappointing uh, Masters tournaments, mm-hmm. and you know for Rory McIlroy, it's a disappointing tournament for Rory. For Justin Rose, doesn't number one player in the world misses the cut? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, disappointing tournament. Sergio Garcia, very disappointing uh, tournament for Patrick Reed, the defending champion. I mean, a year ago he's on top of the golf world. He, you know, he finished on nine today, which means he start, started on to ten in the split tees. Um, that's, you know, the stories that haven't been told that do need to be told. When we look at the masters here, there are plenty of guys who, uh, Jordan Spieth, right? I mean, continues to, to not be the Jordan Spieth, um, from a few years ago that we knew. No, he's definitely struggling. Um, and I think, you know, I, 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 going into the day, I would have picked Molinari just because I, he's just been so solid. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was scrambling like crazy and just. He's yeah. He, he was had, twenty of twenty at one point on right. his up and down. Made so a mistake and yeah. it cost him. Yeah, and it cost him yeah, a double very fast. I mean, right. quick fast in a hurry it happens. And I gotta think he's gotta be the most disappointed of all the sure. players because he had I mean, even after after what happened on uh, twelve, he was still right in the hunt there. I gotta think if he didn't win the open last year and didn't have the um Ryder Cup that he had, I mean yeah, he won he, the Arnold Palmer earlier this year. I would think that'd be a devastating day for him, but because he's won a major and has performed on the big stage, I don't think it's as devastating. I mean, don't he, get me wrong; he's, he's still probably, he's Europeans. probably devastated, but it's he's not still, devastating to yeah. his career. You he's, can add his name to a list of guys who rinsed it on fifteen and cost their tournaments. I mean, he'll go down in, in folklore, you know, as yeah. another guy who. But like, right now, like Molinari is, is still Europe's number one hero at the moment because he was the he he scored the most points at the Ryder Cup. Sure. He won the British Open. I mean, right now it's, he's he's on top of the world in Europe in the golf scene, and he was almost, he almost won again today. Well, you could argue it's, it's him slightly over Justin Rose, yeah, right, right now, and, and he Tommy did, Fleetwood, whom like we're still waiting for him to win over here. To me, the most disappointing is McElroy still, even though Rose missed the cut. I mean, most dis- disappointing performance Rose, but outcome McElroy. He coming in playing as good as he has coming into a Masters, and he was just not ever in contention. I'll give you another name. How about Ricky Fowler? And you say, well, how can you be disappointed? He played really well. He finished ten, with under. 10 under. Yeah, I'm, you know, but so he's three strokes away. Like he hasn't won a major just two years in a row. He's been so darn close. Always a bridesmaid, huh? 
Yeah. And uh, just he, he needs something good to happen. Like he he needs the golf gods to smile on him like like Tigers, like the world seemed to on yeah. Tiger today. I mean, he's won. He won this year. Yeah. Ricky Fowler. I mean, he's Phoenix, he's, right? Yeah. yeah. He's a guy who's always going to be in the mix. And um, it will be when he wins, the whole field will be out there. Congre- or the least better be. Yeah. Congratulate Ricky be Fowler. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, whichever major it's going to be that he's going to win because he's too good of a player uh, not to have one. Um, so, all right, good stuff. It was uh, it was the Masters, and I can't wait till next year's Masters, right? I mean, it's just... Uh, it, but here's what's great about the new calendar. We're experiencing it for the first time. It's only early April. We've already had two huge events with the players and the Masters, and the Masters went... Gave us the biggest storyline possible, and now we've got the PGA at, and at that Bethpage at Black, Bethpage Black right, a course right that venue. people are familiar with. Great, and then we have a, a local big event with the Senior PGA coming to Oak Hill. So even in Western New York, if you want to get in on having some fun and you know taking in a, a big event, you're going to have it. And then it'll be at Pebble Beach at night in prime time. Like right. it's, it's going to be a great year for golf. It really is. Yeah. Now, now Tiger's name is going to be circulated every one of these events. Now he could play. He could shoot eighty from here to whatever, and he'll still be a favorite or one of the top picks at the British. The, the buzz the for the majors the rest of the year is great, but now with Tiger winning and the fact that, that people will think he has a chance to win, like I think that's Tiger's next best it. shot. By the way, is the British Open, just because he's just while he's curving the ball, controlling his flight and stuff like that. You know, he, he still can hit it far. I was, you know, he's not he's not short. For no, 40 he, was, he was averaging coming into the Masters three hundred off Jeez. the tee. Not averaging bad. that and there a lot of those holes are counting three woods too that's the thing right. these guys you know if they let it rip look that, how far mickelson was hitting it look at mickelson's video of him coming in yeah. talking about club head speed and all that i mean we can talk more about this on the show next week but i mean just just because you're not 25 doesn't mean you're not hitting it forever like no. these guys are no well we're off to we're off to a great start of the year rory mcelroy wins the players championship tiger woods wins the masters yeah the top players are winning this is fantastic stuff and we'll be talking about it uh saturday on the show 7 a.m on wgr 550 hey don't forget to sign up for our td green golf club to win great prizes and thanks for listening to this edition of the td green podcast for jeff Minas and brian colzio i'm kevin sylvester